Lecture topic. Advices for Layla Shobarat. Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi alladhina astafa. Amma ba'du fa'udu billahi minash shaytanir rajim bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Atubu ila Allahi jami'an ayyuhal mu'minuna la'allakum tuflihun. قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كلكم خطاؤون وخير الخطائين التوابون أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most respected of my ikram Brothers and elders The Quran Ipaq Kalam of Allah wa ta'ala. Right at the beginning, we start off, we decide Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Open the Quran Sharif, you'll find Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim written there. According to some fuqaha, it is part of Surah Al Fatiha. Some say it's an ayat of the Quran Sharif, but it's right at the beginning. And in the name of Allah ta'ala, Ar Rahman Ar Rahim, the most beneficent the most merciful. And then Surah Al-Fatiha commences, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Allah Ta'ala's praise is what it commences with, all praise is due to Allah Ta'ala, the Rabb of the universe. And what is, what attributes of Allah Ta'ala highlighted then, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Most compassionate, most merciful. And then in many, many places in the Quran Sharif, and in many, many ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, repeatedly the infinite mercy of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala is highlighted. It is that infinite mercy of Allah ta'ala that we go about existing in this dunya, Every breath we take is with His mercy. And every morsel of food that we digest is purely His mercy again. In every morsel of food, there's probably hundreds of people's efforts that have combined in bringing that one morsel to our plates and then our mouths. And that we still see many things happening, how things went, happened, who did what, some of it we see, some we don't even see. But then when that muscle goes down, how it gets digested, and how many different systems come into play, and how that nutrition is extracted from it, and how that food is then converted into blood, and how that blood then carries the oxygen to every part of the body, and how many systems all then combine to keep this insan ticking as we say, all happens only with the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. His Qudrat. And this is the mercy of Allah Ta'ala that Allah Ta'ala has manifested on every makhluk. But then Allah's special mercy, Allah's special mercy which is being manifested on us at this point in time, we are in Allah Ta'ala's house. Why? Because among others, Allah has blessed us also with Iman. One is the physical life, this is the spiritual life. And this physical life, Allah knows best how long we are around. 
sooner or later we are all going to leave dunya. But then what is going to matter is whether we left with this iman. When we are laid to, into our cover, it will depend on whether our iman is there or not. That's what's going to be of avail to us. On the day of Qiyamah, it's all about iman and amal. And the ticket to Jannat is iman. Allah Ta'ala has manifested this very special grace and rahmat upon us. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with iman. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with this much of consciousness that we try to take from the very special occasions that Allah Ta'ala has made available for us. In the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Kareem says, إِنَّ لِلَّهِ تَعَالَى نَفَحَاتٌ فِي الْعَرْضِ فَتَعَرَّضُوا لَهَا That there are some of these special moments of acceptance that come on earth from the side of Allah Ta'ala. Again, out of this very same special mercy of Allah Ta'ala. Allah's special grace and mercy descends on earth from time to time. Very special moments of acceptance. These rays of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. Nabi Islam says, فَتَعَرَّضُوا لَهَا Avail yourselves for it. Present yourself to take it. It's not just going to fall in somebody's lap. You have to make some effort to take it. That's Allah Ta'ala's system. So, mashallah, Allah Ta'ala blessed us out of that same grace and mercy with some very special occasions in the year. Some very special months in the year. A month in the year is the Mubarak month of Ramadan which is already on our doorstep. And then apart from the Mubarak month of Ramadan, there are some occasions in the year where Allah Ta'ala's very special grace and mercy comes. Among those very special occasions is this night. Many very great scholars, they have declared that after Laylatul Qadr, the greatness of any night is the night of 15th of Sha'ban. Laylatul Nislim in Sha'ban. After Laylatul Qadr, this is next in rank. And many of the pious predecessors, it's mentioned about them. We're talking about the Tabi'een, and even in the time of the Sahaba Ikram, and thereafter, they would prepare themselves to take the maximum benefit of these occasions. Because they understood the value of it. So one is, mashallah, that when these occasions come, we try to acquaint ourselves, and that is actually the purpose of these discussions that take place on these occasions. Whereas the actual thing of these great nights is the amal. Sometimes we get into this misconception that I've attended some bayan in the masjid, so I have fulfilled the requirement of the night. I have attended some bayan, so the ibadat of the night is done now. Whereas the bayan is just merely to conscientize us of what we should be doing in terms of the night. Otherwise there wasn't really any need for a bayan if we had been conscious enough. But to just refresh what is this Mubarak occasion all about and how we should try to apply ourselves to take the maximum benefit. So just to first discuss a few points regarding this Mubarak night, in one hadith sharif, 
Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha mentions that Nabi Kareem sallallahu came, it was her night, it was the turn for her, for Nabi sallallahu to be in her home. It's a lengthy narration, but just to you know, touch on some of these points. So she says eventually Nabi sallallahu performed a salah and made such a lengthy sajda. Now this sajda would have been extremely lengthy because his nawafil used to be generally very lengthy. So it was a common thing that he would spend a lot of time in his sajda as well. It was a very common thing. But now this was extraordinary. So now in our case, if we spent about three minutes in sajda, so that will already be extraordinary. But Nabi Akeem Salaam would spend very lengthy moments in sajda. For our purposes, it might be maybe a half an hour. That was a common thing in the nawafil. So this must have been extremely lengthy, so lengthy, he said, I actually feared maybe he passed away. And because this fear came, so just to be sure about what I'm thinking now, so she said, I when I touched his Mubarak toe, he was in sajda, so I touched his toe. But now as soon as I touched his toe, I sent some movement. I was relieved. Alhamdulillah, what I was worried about, that hasn't happened. But then in that sajda I also heard one dua. Nabi Sallallahu making this dua. Now number one, such a lengthy sajda, so lengthy that beyond the norm, Sayyidah Aisha Radhiallahu says, I became concerned that did he even pass away already? And then in the sajda he's repeating this dua and who is repeating? The ma'asum Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. That Nabi of Allah Ta'ala who is Sayyidul Anbiya wa Rusul, the leader of all the Anbiya Alayhi and all the Anbiya Masum, he is the greatest of all the Anbiya, greatest of all the makhluk of Allah Ta'ala, greater than the greatest angel of Allah Ta'ala. Ba'adas khuda buzruk tu'i qissa mukhtasar. After Allah Ta'ala is the rank of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This Masum Nabi of Allah Ta'ala is in sajda. And such a lengthy sajda. And he is making a dua and begging Allah Ta'ala, A'udhu bi'afrika min iqabik. وَأَعُوذُ بِرِضَاكَ مِنْ سَخَتِكَ وَأَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنْكَ لَا أُحْسِي ثَنَاءً عَلَيْكَ أَنْتَ كَمَا أَثْنَيْتَ عَلَى نَفْسِكَ Ya Allah, أَعُوذُ بِعَفْرِكَ مِنْ عِقَابِكَ I seek refuge in your forgiveness from your punishment. Subhanallah, there was no sin on any Nabi of Allah Ta'ala and no question of any punishment. But to the extent somebody is very close to Allah Ta'ala, that is the extent of their fear also. And to the extent somebody is very distanced away, that extent they are heedless. And the various excuses will come to mind to give a person some, just appease himself to carry on doing the wrong. No, no, Allah Ta'ala is very, very forgiving, so therefore, don't worry, just do it now, later on, make toba. Allah Ta'ala has definitely declared, inni anal rahim I'm most forgiving and most merciful. But at the same time, Allah Ta'ala says, remember also, My punishment also is very severe. So don't sin on the hope of you're going to repent later. That I will make toba on the 11th hour. The 11th hour might be too late. person might pass away at 10.55. The 11th hour may never come in his life. So that's figuratively speaking. But the reality is, when a person postpones toba, and decides, let's sin now and toba later, 
Allah forbid the very thought of Tawbah then doesn't even come in his heart. When he, that something clicked in the heart, something came in the mind and heart, that I shouldn't carry on like this, I should make Tawbah, the person just pushes it, now I will see later. Allah forbid that, that tawfiq of Tawbah, the thought of even making Tawbah then doesn't come. And a person always keeps saying later, later, then he stops saying later also. Then he stops saying later as well. Then somebody tells him that when moth comes, what are you going to do? He says, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. But at that time, you don't even know that you already crossed it. So in any case, Nabi Akarim is teaching us, teaching the Ummah, that don't take chances, turn to Allah Ta'ala. Because Allah Ta'ala's special grace, Allah Ta'ala has made such a Mubarak occasion as part of the very special occasions of the year, as a time to reflect to come back to Allah Ta'ala, to reflect about what is our life all about, where are we headed, what, we have been, what kind of life are we leading, how, have, how far away we have gone from Allah Ta'ala's commands, from the Mubarak way of Nabiya Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and what can we now do to come back? A'udhu bi'afwika min iqabik, wa'udhu bi'ridaka min sakhatik. Ya Allah, I seek the protection in your pleasure from your displeasure. وَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنْكَ Ya Allah, I seek refuge in you from you. لَا أُحْسِي ثَنَاءً عَلَيْكَ Ya Allah, I can never encompass your praises. You are as you have praised yourself. And he's repeating this dua in the sajda, such a lengthy sajda. After the salah, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa the crux of it is, he then said to us, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, this is the 15th night of Shaban. Now this was the 15th night of Shaban, this is how Nabi Salaam responded to it. Allah Ta'ala's special grace is descending. We can't allow it to just, the night pass, and we haven't shown Allah Ta'ala our eagerness to take this. Our ibadat of the night sometimes finishes off with one bayan in the masjid. No, no, the bayan is merely to conscientize us that this is how we should try to spend some part of the night. Begging Allah Ta'ala, beseeching Him, in one hadith, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to us, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, that this is a night where Allah Ta'ala's special mercy and special attention descends on the lowest heaven. Right from the beginning of the night. So already the night started from Maghrib time. And from the beginning of the night, for the entire night, Allah Ta'ala himself calls out, Alamin mustaghfirin fa'aghfir Allah. Is there anybody seeking forgiveness? Allah is calling out, Rabbul Alameen, who blessed us with everything, who shows his countless bounties and favors every moment, and despite that we have responded with disobedience, Allah Ta'ala showed another favor, and from our side was another disobedience. And Allah Ta'ala showed even more favors, and from our side Allah forbid was even more disobedience. And the more Allah Ta'ala opened out the doors, the more we felt well, this is a license to do as we please. Allah Ta'ala still kept us eating and drinking. Allah Ta'ala still kept us walking. Allah Ta'ala still allowed us to breathe. Some little hiccups came to give us some lessons. But then we forgot the lessons also. But Allah Ta'ala still affords us another opportunity. So Allah Ta'ala is calling out. Allah is Rabbul Alameen. Allah Ta'ala doesn't need anybody. We need Allah Ta'ala. Allah is still calling out. Is there anybody seeking forgiveness? I may forgive him. Allah, 
مُسْتَرْزِقِنْ فَأَرْزُقَهَا Anybody seeking rizq, I may grant it to him. This is where we have to ask our rizq from. Back from Allah Ta'ala. He is the provider. إِنَّ اللَّهَ هُوَ الرَّزَّاقُ ذُو الْقُوَّةِ الْمَتِينَ Allah alone is the razzaq. He is the provider. Nobody else, nothing else provides anything. Allah alone is a provider. Everything else is the means. Allah Ta'ala provides with the means, against the means, without the means, as He pleases. The system is there. He'll adopt the means, halal means, within the limits of Sharia. Person does that in the correct way, Allah rewards him for that as well. But Allah alone is a provider. Allah is calling out Himself. Anybody seeking risk, I may grant it to Him. Anybody in some difficulty, some hardship, some problem, I may give him relief out of it, Allah is asking. But now the question is, Allah's banda is asking. Allah's servants are asking or not? Allah's servants raising their hands and saying, Yes, Ya Allah, it's me. I am here. I am that sinner who needs this forgiveness. I am the one who asks, who needs to ask for this forgiveness. And I need all the need. Every need of mine is a need. So this is such an important occasion, such a blessed occasion. Nabi Karim says that Allah Ta'ala's special mercies descend. And then Allah Ta'ala forgives countless people like the hay on the goats of Bani Kalb. Bani Kalb was a tribe that was known that they had the greatest number of goats. Now, not referring to 100, 200. These was to run into the thousands. And now the hay on one goat, Allah knows best how many we can't count. You know, such a great number of animals and then the hair on their body, who can count? Now, all this is highlighting something. That how much Allah's rahmat just pours down on such an occasion. But then there are various ahadiths of Rasulullah wherein Nabi Kareem says that Allah Ta'ala forgives this in huge numbers. But there are some people who are deprived of the forgiveness of this night. But just to pause a little bit here, that the Mubarak month of Ramadan is just at our doorstep. This Mubarak occasion has come just two weeks prior. And it's such a great occasion. But the month of Ramadan itself, mashallah, we understand, we have some consciousness of it. What a great month, Allah's special mercy and blessings. The amala multiplied so much. The du'as of the fasting person, Allah Ta'ala has assigned a task to the very special angels. In the month of Ramadan, the angels that hold aloft the arsh of Allah Ta'ala, they have been assigned an added task that you must say ameen to the du'as of the fasting person. Subhanallah. But unfortunately our time in even the special moments of du'a, it's at the time of the last time of tahajjud, seri time we wake up, but we are either so occupied with eating, or that we carry on, after eating now, we just quickly need to take another nap before fajr, and that very special time of dua is lost. And such a time, when the angels also sing amin. The dua before iftar, a very special time of dua. And the entire day and night is also special, but these and other such times, very, very special moments of acceptance of dua. But we are not asking. And Allah Ta'ala has assigned these angels to say Amin. And so many other great virtues of Ramadan. Now, Ramadan is just there two weeks prior. Our thinking, if it was left to us, we would have thought about it differently. 
would say, well, after Ramadan, Ramadan, mashallah, is such a great month. And then after Ramadan, what's called gap, then is Zulhijjah. And the first 10 days of Zulhijjah, again, very, very great virtue. And then after Zulhijjah comes in the 10th of Muharram, again, the day of Ashura, very auspicious occasion. And then after Ashura is then 15th night of Shaban is the next very great auspicious occasion. It was left to us, we'll say, okay, between Muharram and Ramadan, somewhere midway, bring this virtue somewhere there. So now it becomes an occasion now somewhere in the middle. Deen is not on our logic. Allah's hikmat, what can we fathom? But one apparent, one possible hikmat, that this comes just close to Ramadan, it serves as a wake-up call to us. That look, you should already have been preparing for Ramadan long in advance. If it didn't happen yet, start now. And the most important part of the preparation of Ramadan, most important part, if a person is getting prepared for some occasion, so does he apply the oud and the musk and the beautiful itar first, or does he go and take a bath first? Somebody says, no, apply the oud properly first, and then go and take a bath. Now he is dirty, filthy, full of mud and muck and dust and whatever, grime. Now he says, no, apply the oud first, and then take a bath. Somebody says, bye, first take the bath, and then apply the oud. That's logic, anybody does that. Likewise, Allah Ta'ala is saying, take the bath now. So that you can apply the oud from the first moment of Ramadan. Take the bath now with sincere tawbah, the spiritual bath. That Allah Ta'ala is calling out, Alamin mustaghfirin, halmin mustaghfirin, fa'aghfir Allah. Anybody seeking forgiveness, such an occasion comes. Everybody wants to now take advantage of the occasion and come back to Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. Allah gives us an opportunity to take the spiritual bath now. And then build up from here, so that by the time the Mubarak month of Ramadan comes, we don't lose our one moment. Otherwise, we start thinking about doing something after Ramadan starts. By the time we start doing something, one, two days have gone. And then we have had no momentum before that. Barely three, four, five days again that we lost that whole Josh is gone. Then we're waiting now for the 27th night of Ramadan. And before we know it, it's already Eid. It's like nothing came and nothing went. The time came and passed. And everything is back to square one, as I say. Allah Ta'ala is giving us an opportunity to take this bath, take the spiritual bath of Tawbah. But now this is to jolt us to make that Tawbah in the various ahadiths, Nabi Islam has highlighted that such a great occasion, but some people are deprived of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala on this night and the forgiveness from Allah Ta'ala on this night. Now if somebody had to announce now that as every Musalli leaves the masjid, there's somebody waiting at the door. Please make sure you pass the right door, but there's a couple of doors here. So make sure you pass the right door and one Kruger ran for each person. Please rest assured there's no Kruger and there in case somebody didn't hear the, that this is an example only. So this is purely an example. There's no Kruger and waiting for anybody there. There's more than Kruger and waiting from the side of Allah Ta'ala. In any case, if that announcement is made, that as each person passes through the door, one Kruger ran. But listen very carefully, certain people, these things, if it applies to them, then sorry, you're not going to get anything. 
Like for example, stated now, anybody who is disobedient to their parents, sorry, nothing for you. Rest assured, from the masjid, you will make contact. If they are not right here, the father is not present in the masjid, we will phone our mother at home. And we will make sure before we get to the door, we have settled everything. We have asked for forgiveness, we have done what is necessary to try and please them, give all our commitments and really make our promises. Oh no, I will now be very obedient. Why? For one Kruger and you might do it for half a Kruger and two. You might do it for even less than that. For dunya, we'll do it. But now here we are being told by Nabi Karim wasallam that there are some categories of people that are deprived of the blessings of this night. It's meant to jolt any person that any of these aspects, if it applies to him, to then turn to Allah Ta'ala in sincere tawbah. To make amends immediately. To sort out the issues. And come back to Allah Ta'ala. And come back clean. So that we don't get deprived. Now that is a very important and crucial part of the occasion. To understand what is this all about. And so that we don't get deprived of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala on such a great occasion. And Allah Ta'ala's special rahmat and forgiveness. So now just to mention some of these points. In one hadith, Nabi Karim Salaam says that Allah Ta'ala forgives so many countless people illa li mushrikin aw mushahin. Two people who are deprived of Allah's mercy, two categories. One is mushrik. Mushrik, that person who commits shirk, ascribes partners with Allah Ta'ala. So obviously one is clear-cut shirk, such a person has no iman also. person is worshipping other than Allah Ta'ala believing in idols and worshipping idols or whatever other, anything besides Allah Ta'ala is worshipping, this is shirk. Or he believes that someone besides Allah Ta'ala can grant risk, can bless with children, can sort his problems out, in the sense that he has complete power and kudrat over it. It's not just a means, all these things is attributing partners to Allah Ta'ala. Obviously such a person is deprived completely. Then there is another level of shirk also. A lesser level. Nabi Karim highlights this and says, this is among the things I fear most for my ummah. And what is that? The silent shirk, the lesser shirk, which is riyah. Doing things in order to gain name and fame, to impress people, to gain recognition, not for Allah Ta'ala's pleasure. The amal of deen being done for dunya. The amal of deen being done for the praises of people. Aspects of deen being done for people to recognize us. That is a level of shirk. Inna yaseerar riya is shirkun. Even little bit of riya is shirk. And this creeps in even more silently like the, than the crawling of an ant. Who has ever heard up to today the crawling of an ant? This is what is meant, mentioned, that even more silently like the, than the crawling of an ant, this creeps in. And it destroys the amal of a person. All his sacrifices, his hard work, his effort, his spending in the path of Allah Ta'ala. But if this riyah came away in between, everything lost. Allah Ta'ala save us from this. Illa li mushrikin aw mushahin. Mushahin, the 
person who harbors malice. There's some dirt in his heart for others. He's wishing ill for somebody else. But this is not the heart of a mu'min. To wish ill for anybody. He keeps no dirt. Now sometimes there's a little bit of confusion here which we should just understand. One is having dirt. That's not, that's in behalf of a mu'min. A mu'min keeps his heart clean. He gets upset sometimes. He also gets irritated. He gets upset. He gets angry sometimes. And whatever else happens, emotions are there. And therefore, Shariat has given three days for him to take charge of the situation, come to his senses, sort himself out, and normalize things. Something has gone upside down somewhere. Three days he has been given respite, sort it out. But after three days, normalize everything. Because otherwise, in the Hadith Sharif, it is mentioned on every Monday and Thursday, Allah Ta'ala showers down his forgiveness. But then if there are two people who are not on talking terms, then Allah Ta'ala says to the angels, okay, just, just hold us, leave this in suspense. Just keep this suspended. Keep this suspended until they reconcile. Keep it suspended until they reconcile. So now such a major problem this is. So one is this dirt, and the other is hurt. Hurt can last, that's not in a person's control. Somebody hurt him, he's heard about it, that hurt is not in his control. It might take one week, it might take one month, sometimes it might take one year also. But he still harbors no dirt. Now this might sound like a very, very ajib thing. How can they be hurt and no dirt? But there's nothing difficult about that. Somebody sometimes by accident, he bumped into somebody, hurt somebody by mistake, and that person got injured badly. But he realizes 200% certain that this was purely a mistake. And the person who made the mistake is somebody very close to him too. So he is now reassuring him, please you don't have to worry, I, I know 100% this was by mistake. Now that person is in such a gabra, he is assuring him, Please, by you take it easy. This, it was a pure mistake. But he still hurts. He's paining. He's taking painkillers to relieve the pain. But he's reassuring that person, I know 100% you didn't do it deliberately. So you've got nothing to worry about. So he's got hurt, but no dirt. So likewise, a mu'min, he can be hurt. He's insan after all. But then he cleans his heart out. The incident of Imam Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah, these are things that have great amount of inspiration in it for us. One person came and in the midst of a gathering, and the Imam of the time, and he comes and slaps him. We might wonder, such a personality, and what? But like the Anbiya had enemies also, so the pious servants of Allah Ta'ala also, they are sometimes enemies. In the midst of the gathering, he came and slapped him. Imam Hanifa rahimullah, very quietly, calmly, he then turned to him and then he said to him that look by, you have slapped me, so I am entitled to take revenge to an equal amount, a slap for a slap. It's exactly how much you hurt me, I can hurt you back. I'm entitled to do it, an eye for an eye, but I won't do it. But then if I want, I can go and lay a complaint, and the, there are many things in between, I'm just cutting it short. I can go and lay a complaint with the Qazi and the Qazi will take revenge on my behalf, he'll punish you for it. 
I'm entitled to do that. But I won't do that also. And if I want, I can leave it for the day of Qiyamah. On that day, in lieu of what you did to me now, because on that day, there won't be any rands and cents. There won't be any dollars and pounds. On that day, that vulgar word that was said to somebody and just dismissed, so what? This person is working for me, so if I just swore at him, so what? This is my wife after all, if I swore at her, so what? And previously, that's where it stopped. Somebody swore at someone in his employ, or swore at his wife, or maybe swore at his children then. But now you hear about swore at his parents also. And so at his grandparents also, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. So now that seems like it just fizzled out in thin air. But on the day of Qiyamah, even that, even that one, one penny of somebody's wealth that was taken wrongfully, that some rebirth that was made of somebody, all these people will come on the day of Qiyamah and claim. And there's no rants and cents on that day to pay back. What will be used to pay? The person's amal, his good deeds, will be dished out. And when nothing remains, and there's still people claiming, you saw me, you hurt me, you did this to me, so now I need to be paid back. So well, there's nothing to pay, well, you take his sins now. He committed zina, you take that zina on your head. He committed theft, you take that, because you made his rebirth now, and you got nothing to pay back, you take that theft on your head. You take this sin of his on your head. And now he came with a lot of good deeds, but with other people's sins, he ends up in Jahannam, Allah save us. So now, Mamur Hanifa says to him, if I want, I can leave it for the day of Qiyamah. On the day of Qiyamah, in lieu of this, I will take your good deeds. On that day, nobody will be want, ready to give one good deed to even their own parent, their child, their spouse, their brothers and sisters. Allah Ta'ala says, every person on the day of Qiyamah worried about himself only. So in any case, he says, I can leave it for that day. But I won't leave it even for that day. But rather, inshallah, Allah Ta'ala gives me Jannat and gives me the opportunity to intercede on behalf of people, of somebody, then I will intercede on your behalf and take you to Jannat. So he was hurt, obviously he's insan, somebody comes and slaps him. Physically he was hurt, he might have been also emotionally hurt. But he didn't keep one bit of dirt from one moment. And he reassured the person, look there's no dirt. I will even intercede on your behalf and take you to Jannat. Subhanallah. This is the clean, the clean heart of a mu'min. So now on the day of, on, on such an auspicious occasion, on the night of 15th of Shaban, Nabi Islam says, a person who is harboring malice, such a person gets deprived, he's wishing ill for the next person, he gets deprived of the blessings and the mercy of this night. It's such a simple thing, we clean our hearts out, we forgive and forget. If there's something to claim, some right to claim, we can go ahead and claim the right. It doesn't mean if somebody is owing us money, we have to forgive that. If somebody is owing some right to us, we have to forgive. If you want to forgive it, very good. You want to claim it, Fully entitled to it. But the heart, clean the heart out. Mend the relationships. Then on the same note, another category that is mentioned of those who get deprived of the mercy of this night, Qati'u Rahimin. The person who severs family relationships. He cuts family ties. Family relationships is severing. 
So now sometimes this happens. All small things sometimes become big things. Sometimes there are some big issues too. But as a result of it, then family relationships are cut off. Brothers become estranged. Parents and children become estranged. And family members are now torn apart. But many a times, all it requires is somebody to humble himself. All it requires is somebody to take the first step and to say, look, I am sorry. Full stop. I am sorry. Among the most heaviest words to come on the tongue. Very difficult to pronounce. There's some letters in the Arabic alphabet. So now the students are now starting off the tajweed and especially when they haves and so on. So now they have quite a battle to correct that. The baad and the wa and various other letters which are sometimes confused with other letters. So now the lot of effort from the ustad also to get this pronunciation correct. Because the Quran Sharif has to be recited correctly. So now they have to get the tongue correctly aligned to now be able to pronounce this letter correctly. So now just as that sometimes become very difficult for some children and adults to start pronouncing those letters correctly, there are some words which become very difficult for people to say. Like the tajweed is very difficult sometimes in some people's lives to say, I am sorry. Subhanallah, very, very difficult. Easier to carry weights. But the one who humbles himself for Allah wa ta'ala, man tawada'a lillah, rafa'ahu Allah. The one who humbles himself for Allah ta'ala, Allah elevates him. Allah ta'ala elevates him. This is such an important aspect in deen, the maintaining of relationships. Such an important aspect in deen, that Nabi Karim says that this kinship, this relationship has been given a form and it is suspended to the arsh of Allah Ta'ala. And it keeps making dua. تَقُولْ بَنْ وَصَلَنِي وَصَلَهُ اللَّهُ وَمَنْ قَطَعَنِي قَطَعَهُ اللَّهُ Ya Allah, the one who maintains me, you maintain him. Allah maintains somebody, what else he needs? And he says, وَمَنْ قَطَعَنِي قَطَعَهُ اللَّهُ Ya Allah, somebody who cuts me off Cuts relationship off. Allah, you cut him off. Allah forbid, Allah save us. Allah cut somebody off. Who's going to save him? And then every person wants that barakat in his life, barakat in his wealth. The prescription, Nabi Karim Salaam has given us the prescription. The prescription, man ahabba, ayyubsata lahu fi rizqihi, wa yunsa'a lahu fi atharihi, fal yasil rahima. The one who wants barakat in his life, Barkat in his wealth. The prescription, let him maintain family relationships. Somebody is breaking that relationship, he goes ahead. He humbles himself. Doesn't matter whatever happened, let us be brothers again. Let us just put the things behind us. Whatever is meant to be resolved, what has to be addressed, we'll address it. But let's mend the relationship. Mending the relationship doesn't necessitate that a person now has to become a bosom friend and be meeting every day with the person. But there's a cordial relationship. We meet each other, we can make salam to each other, inquire about each other's welfare, be cordial with each other. That much is sufficient. So, qati'u rahimin, such a person is deprived. As a Shaykh al-Hadith, Maha Zakariya sahab, such a great personality, the author of Fazail Amal and great Hadith works, 
one kitab he has authored, uh, the commentary of Mota Imam Malik, Awjazul Masalik, in 30 volumes in Arabic. And besides that, so many other works of hadith, etc. Such a great muhaddis, such a great Sufi, such a great alim. Now he explains on an incident of his, which is very inspirational for us. So he used to be based in Saharanpur in one place in India. His hometown was Khanla. And he used to come to his hometown once, twice a year maybe. Once a year. So now when he came once, so now the whole town is all related. But when he came, he found something happened here. Now half the family is on one side, and half the other family is on the other side. There's something happened, and now there's this problem. This person is not talking to that person. That family has got nothing to do with this household. Now his normal routine used to be, when he would come every year, once a year, he would make sure he would go and visit every person at the house, even if it's just for a minute or two. Just go and make salam, how's everybody? I just village, everybody he would go and visit. Now when he came, now he's obviously automatically in one half. So by association he's guilty. Just because he belongs to this half of the family. So whether he likes it or not, he's also on the wrong side. As far as the other half is concerned. But now he decided, I am not going to bother about all this situation. I'm going to go and visit every person as is my normal routine. So he started going around from door to door to every house. But now so many doors of the other half of the family, they open the door, they see him, they slam the door in his face. He didn't even know what happened. He wasn't even there. He's far away in Saranpur. I just come to visit. I'm slamming the door in his face. Somebody is saying some harsh words to him. He has nothing, no idea what's going on here. But now he carried on, going from door to door and trying to meet everybody. And one relative was from this, this half of the family is accompanying him. And he's watching all this going on. And this great personality and Buzrug and everybody is treating him on this side in this manner. Any case, this carried on. He went to every door and was treated in this manner and went away. After one year went, he came back. Unfortunately, this problem was a resolved state. A second time round he's going again. And that same relative who accompanied him the year before is accompanying him also. And again second time round the same treatment. So now this person is saying to him, his relative, who's accompanying him, you got no shame. You got no shame. Last year round they did this to you. You coming back for the same thing? He said, they doing what they want to do, I'll do what I'm supposed to do. This is what we have been taught in deen. Silman qata'ak. Join ties with the one who is cutting it off from you. This is what Nabi Sallallahu has taught us. I'll do this. They're doing what they want to do, but I'll do what I'm supposed to do. He says that it was shortly thereafter, Allah's Fazal, everything came right. And some of these people, and many of these people who were slamming the door in his face, were saying some very harsh words, they became among his closest murids. And they were ready to do anything and serve him, be at his beck and call. But he didn't matter to him who's slamming the door in his face. He humbled himself. Allah elevated him. He humbled himself for Allah Ta'ala, not for anybody else. So this is another category. It really sometimes just takes one little call, one message, just to say maaf, just to say sorry, just to say, I'm, I'm asking for forgiveness. That's all it takes. And it's sometimes enough to melt the next heart. 
And subhanallah, these are the occasions. Everybody's heart is softened on such an occasion. These are the opportunities to take hold of. Allah Ta'ala wants us to come to Ramadan clean. Not to now we're going to apply the oath on what? Clean our hearts out, to clean ourselves, make sincere tawbah, and come to Ramadan clean. Clean up all the relationships as well. Then the next category that is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif, Aqun That Among the people that, is, that are deprived of the mercy of this night, person who is disobedient to his parents. Disobedient, obviously, within the limits of Sharia, something that now is being, is not unreasonable, it's within the limits of the Sharia, and now this is being defied. There is this wrong approach to things, that harsh manner of speaking to parents and causing taklif to them. This is a very severe matter. In the Quran Sharif, next to the command of obeying, of, of worshipping Allah alone, Allah Ta'ala brings the rights of the parents. Allah ordained that you worship Him alone and be kind to your parents. The Quran Sharif says, you say, make dua for them. Don't even say, uff. Don't even say uff to them. Don't express irritation. The Quran doesn't say, don't ever become irritated. Because that is not in a person's control. He'll get irritated sometimes. That's involuntary. He'll get irritated. The Quran says, don't express it. This is not the place to express it. So do what? Make sabar. Like the case with relationships in general, what's the prescription of the Qur'an Sharif? That you want to maintain that muhabbat, and to maintain that good relationship. That you return somebody's wrong treatment with good treatment. One is a stick for a stone. Somebody threw one pebble, one stone, go with a huge stick for him. Stick for a stone is one approach. And the other is an eye for an eye. That too is, uh, that much is within limits. And what you have been taught in this ayat? Flowers for thorns. Somebody's throwing thorns, you throw flowers. What will be the outcome? If this is done with sincerity for Allah Ta'ala alone, فَإِذَا الَّذِي بَيْنَكَ وَبَيْنَهُ عَدَاوَةٌ كَأَنَّهُ وَلِيٌ حَمِيمٌ Allah Ta'ala says if there's enmity between the two, it will change into bosom friendship. But then, you just come like that, anybody will do it? No, no. وَمَا يُلَقَّاهَا إِلَّا الَّذِينَ الصَّبَرُ But only those people will do it who have the sabr in them. Flowers for thorns, that is not everybody's cup of tea, they say. That person who has sabr, and sabr is among the greatest gifts and bounties of Allah Ta'ala. Sabr is a bounty of Allah Ta'ala. You must ask Allah Ta'ala for this. So the person who has sabr, and who will have the sabr? مَا يُلَقَّاهَا إِلَّا الَّذِينَ الصَّبَرُوا وَمَا يُلَقَّاهَا إِلَّا ذُو حَوْبٍ عَظِيمٍ Those who are in store for a great good fortune, they will have the sabr. Those who are in line to receive a very great good fortune, they will have the courage of the sabr. And those who have the courage of the sabr, 
they will give flowers for thorns. They will humble themselves. They will make sabr and not express the irritation. They will make sabr and still mend the relationship. This is a very, very important aspect as well, that especially our parents, we have a very clear and clean relationship. We, from whatever is our side, parents can't make mistakes. No, no, they make mistakes. And the reality is, they make sometimes big blunders too. As parents, this is for us. We are parents, we should acknowledge. We should realize as well. We also make big blunders sometimes. We should make mashwara with the ulama kiram Inquire how should we be dealing with the issues of our children? How should we be managing the situations that come up? So sometimes we too cross the line, and many times. But regardless of how much a parent has crossed the line, that doesn't become a license for the child to respond with disrespect. We make sabr, try to address the matter, but without compromising respect. Then among the categories that is mentioned, that are deprived of the mercy of this night, mudminu khamrin, the person who is a habitual, is involved in intoxicant, drinking, etc., and he's caught up in this, doesn't make toba habitual, he's not making toba, he's just going on, not stopping. Such a person gets deprived of this blessing of this night, of such a great occasion. Allah's special rahmat is descending, but because of these habits, etc., person now deprives himself, there's a chance to make toba, come back to Allah, Allah's doors of rahmat are open, right at the beginning we discussed about Allah's special rahmat, ar-Rahman, ar-Rahim, out of that rahmat, Allah is opening out the doors of mercy for us tonight. And is always there for us. We have to take the step and come back to Allah. Take sincere tawbah from all these aspects. Then likewise mentioned in the Hadith Sharif is also about the person who is involved in adultery, person involved in murder. One is zina of the worst level. But the stepping stone to that is the zina of the eyes. The stepping stone to that, the stepping stone to the zina of the heart, and the zina of all other categories, and that throws a person into the most disgusting sin, is the zina of the eyes. And this is a scourge of the time. The zina of the eyes, the scourge of the time. And especially the smartphone is shaitan's smart tool. This is the bait and the hook and everything in there. And hook, line and sinker, Shaitan grabs his, catches his prey, Allah forbid what goes on after it. This is something we have to make sincere toba from. This is an addiction as well. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. This too is an addiction. And just as many people are in denial of their addictions, many others are in denial of this addiction. And what havoc it has caused in homes, how many marriages it has broken? How many people's lives have become a misery? This is what the end result of all this is. And the person just makes that, again, sabr, this is part of sabr. That he makes that sabr and he casts that gaze low. He casts it low for Allah Ta'ala. In the hadith of Qudsi, Allah Ta'ala says, min sihami iblisa masmoom. This haram glance is a poisonous arrow of shaitan. Man tarakaha makhafati. The one who will restrain himself 
and leave out this haram glance for my pleasure, for my out of my fear. Abdaltu biha imanan yajidu halawatahu fi qalbihi. I will give him such iman in return, bless his heart with the flavor of such iman, he will taste its sweetness. He will taste the sweetness of iman in his heart. We have to make tawbah from this. This is a night of tawbah. And delete all these haram things. Delete all the illicit contacts. Delete all the wrong things that are there on that phone. And become smarter than shaitan and don't fall into his trap. Delete all these things. And for many, that smartphone is no different than like that kurbani knife that slaughters the ox. Very, very useful. What a wonderful thing. It helps to perform such a great ibadat. But in the hand of a child, a very, very dangerous thing. Nobody leaves it in the hand of a child. It is brought out at the last moment and put in the hand of the person who's going to do the slaughter. And as soon as it's done, it's all again packed away or kept away safely somewhere. Can't even leave it lying anywhere. Very dangerous, but so useful. Most of us, unfortunately, the smartphone in our hand is like that qurbani knife in the hand of a child. We need to make tawbah from all these things and come out of it, come back to Allah wa ta'ala. Then among the things mentioned is also the person who commits murder. Then the person who keeps, this refers to males, keeps his garments below his ankles, lets it flow below the ankle. Many, many ahadiths has been highlighted. that Allah ta'ala doesn't look at such a person with mercy. Now, sometimes a question comes, but what, what's in there? One sahabi asked, Nabi sallallahu he said to one sahabi, that person was walking ahead. He didn't realize Nabi Sallallahu is calling him from behind. Nabi Sallallahu said to him, raise your garment, he's dragging. So he thought now because it's probably getting dirty and whatever else. So he said, but the crux of it, it's an old garment, meaning if it gets soiled a little bit, it gets torn, not a big issue. Nabi Sallallahu cut the whole story short. He said, don't you see a good example in me? So he looked and he says, I saw the garment of Nabi Sallallahu at his shin. Midway. In one hadith it comes, that's where it should be. But if not, a little bit lower. If not, a little bit lower. Otherwise, فَلَا حَقَّ The garment has no right to touch the ankles. This is Allah's Nabi Sallallahu saying it to us. There's no need for us to get into any analysis for it. We just apply ourselves and just obey and take the mercies of such a great occasion. To make Tawbah from all these things. They just to touch very briefly on Hadith Sharif. Say the Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha in that Hadith when she mentioned about Nabi Karim Salaam coming into the home and he lay down. It was a 15th night of Shaban. And then when he thought that she had fallen asleep, so she says that she was still awake but it appeared like she was sleeping. Like a person now is somewhere awake but drifting off towards sleep. But he's awake fully conscious. So she says, Nabi Sassum then suddenly woke up very, very quietly. And then he took, أَخَذَ رِدَاءَهُ رُوَيْدًا He took his shawl, his, his sheet very gently. وَنْتَعَلَ رُوَيْدًا He put on his shoes very gently. Then he opened the door, quietly he left. وَأَجَافَهُ ثُمَّ أَجَافَهُ رُوَيْدًا He then closed the door very gently. Now she's repeating this word gently so many times, which highlights how gently everything was being done. 
Now this is a lengthy hadith, no time to go into the details. But later on the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi then explained to her, Jibreel Sallallahu Alaihi had come and had to respond to him. And you were asleep, I did not want to disturb your sleep. He didn't know she was still awake. This is the example Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi is presenting that what amount of care and concern there must be not to give any taklif to anybody, not to disturb anybody, even to the sense that he is the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala, waking up to the response to respond to Jibreel Ali because he said that he didn't come into the room because you had obviously now been prepared to sleep, so your hair was uncovered, etc. And he will not enter the room in this condition if you are there. So therefore I had to go out. But now in order to go and respond to Jibreel but he's taking such care not to give any taklif to his wife. And on the other side, what is our condition? What is our conduct? What is our behavior? And how many desperate calls keep coming? And how many people are crying out there? That I got nowhere else to go and nothing, no other way to turn. So I'm stuck in this. But the zulm is now reaching a peak. And then this verbal, constant verbal abuse. And then sometimes a physical abuse. And then there's the emotional abuse. And then all these mind games that are being played. And different ways in which life is being made a misery for me. And I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm stuck in this. What do I do now? And I have these little children. Where do I go? How do I fend for myself? But remember Allah is listening. Allah is watching. There's akhirat coming. There's a day of qiyamah. It might seem that today is a defenseless person. So what can she do? And who can she turn to? And many a times that's the threat. You dare tell anybody, I'll give you your talaq. Then you must carry on. So now, he doesn't want that either. But remember Allah is watching. There's a news from the other side as well. Many such cases as well. How many a wife those about treating the husband. That's also a reality, unfortunately. But everybody has to understand that there's a day of Qiyamah coming. And many a times, these aspects, they hit back in dunya already. In different ways. But just that a person doesn't even realize where this came from. What was the background to this? What became the catalyst for this? Allah Ta'ala save us from all. This is from crossing that line and becoming zalim. Allah Ta'ala save us from it. In any case, this is a night to turn to Allah wa Taala. It's a time to respond to Allah Taala. There's one incident about a very great personality, Huzayl bin Iyaz rahimahullah. His early life was a very, very different life. He then became among the greatest awliya of Allah Taala in his time. But his early life was a life steeped in sin, addicted to his bottle, and caught up in so many other haram. A lengthy incident about him, but just the crux of it. He was on his mission to go for some sin. Now trying to very to break into some home or some yard or whatever. And as he's trying to break in, he suddenly hears some sound. So now he stops. There's some sound, maybe somebody is coming in his direction. He needs to decide now what to do. Now he listens attentively. Where is the sound coming from? When you listened attentively, it was the sound of somebody reciting Quran Sharif. 
somebody was reciting Quran Sharif. So now he stopped to hear. Now where he's, he's standing, he's come on a mission of sin. But he then paid attention to listen, what is this person reciting? And the ayat of the Quran Sharif at that time the person was reciting was, Alam ya'ni lilladheena amanu an takhsha'a qulubuhum lidhikrillah wa ma nazala min al-haq. Alam ya'ni lilladheena amanu. Allah Ta'ala is asking. Allah is asking, has the time not come? Alam ya'ni. Has the time not come? For who? Lilladheena amanu. For the believers, for people of Iman, people like myself and ourselves, who have drifted from Allah Ta'ala's commands. Allah is asking us, me, each one of us, Alam ya'ni lilladheena amanu an takhsha'a qulubuhum lidhikrillah wa ma nazala min al-haq that their hearts should become humbled for the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala and for what Allah has revealed of the haq and the truth in the Quran Sharif. Has the time not come to submit to this? Has the time not come to submit in all humility to Allah Ta'ala? And he heard this. And when he heard it, right on the spot, he responded. On the spot he responded, Bala ya Rabbi qad'an. Bala ya Rabbi qad'an. Why not my Rabb, the time has come. He is on a mission of haram, going to commit sin. But then this knocked at the door of his heart. And when it knocked on the door of his heart, he didn't say tomorrow. He didn't say, okay, Ramadan is coming now, I'll see that time. I'll wait for the 27th night. I'm going to go for Hajj, and I'll make Toba in Hajj. Or something else. He said, Ya Allah, the time has come now. Because now is the time. Later might be too late. Later, that person can say later, who knows for sure he's going to be around later. Who knows that whether he's going to leave the masjid alive. He responded without any delay. But when he responded without delay, Allah Ta'ala opened his heart out. He returned right from there. Went and sought the company of the pious, made sincere tawbah, changed his life, and he progressed and became among the greatest awliya of the time. And today we're sitting in the house of Allah Ta'ala and taking this inspiration from his incident. Malik bin Dinar, rahmatullah very great muhaddis, scholar, what a great personality. Open Bukhari Sharif and you'll see his name repeatedly in the chains of narration. Other books of hadith. His early life also very, very far. Lengthy incident in Fazail Sadaqat. The Sheikh Rahimullah has quoted the entire incident. He, in a dream, in a drunken state, he fell asleep. And in a dream now, to cut out all the other details, he sees his infant daughter that passed away. And now she comes into his lap and she is dusting him and playing with his beard like she should do when she was alive. And she's reciting the same ayat of the Quran Sharif. Alam ya'ni lilladheena amanu an takhsha'a qulubuhum lidhikrillah. Oma nazala min al-haq. And he wakes up with a shock. Because he was very attached to this daughter. And she passed away as an infant suddenly. He woke up with a shock. And he remembered this ayat as well. And he responded to it. It was the 15th night of Shaban. We just said what rank he reached. 
open Bukhari Sharif and you'll see his name repeatedly in the scenes of narration. Tonight is the 15th of Shaban. And tonight Allah Ta'ala made it possible that we were given the opportunity to revise this ayat of the Quran Sharif. And the same ayat is knocking on my heart and our hearts. أَلَمْ يَعْنِ لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَن تَخْشَعَ قُلُوبُهُمْ لِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَمَا نَزَلَ مِنَ الْحَقِّ This ayat is knocking on our hearts. It's saying to each one of us, become the true servant of Allah Ta'ala. Bring your five times daily salah in your life. Just as we are here today for Isha, Inshallah we'll be in the masjid for Fajr as well. Allah Ta'ala give us a talk. Say Inshallah. And this is one way of guaranteeing the entire night's ibadat. Performing the Isha Salah with Jama'ah and then the Fajr Salah with Jama'ah, person gets the reward of the entire night in Ibadat. And not only for tonight and for tomorrow morning, but inshallah every day. All over five daily Salah with Jama'ah, inshallah. Then likewise, Tawbah from all sins, Tawbah from every sin, Tawbah from all the vice dens, Tawbah from all the haram relationships, Tawbah from all the haram dressing. Toba from the immorality, from the shamelessness. Toba from following the fashions and the ways of the Yahud and Nasara. Toba from following their lifestyle. Toba from all the harams that go on in our functions, in our weddings, other family functions, the intermingling, the music. Allah forbid, Allah save us. These things invite azab. And then one thing leads to another, and how many things go, which direction. Toba from the haram we are watching on our screens. Toba from the haram we are listening to. Toba from the ghibat. Toba from the backbiting. Toba from the zina. Toba from all the sins. This is Allah Ta'ala is giving us this opportunity, come back. Alam amanu an Allah is calling us back. Let us respond to Allah Ta'ala's call. And let us not procrastinate. Procrastination comes from shaitan. Likewise, something is not in order in some relationship, let us sort it out now. Tomorrow is too late, the night is gone. Now is the time to take the maximum. And this takes one little call, one message, one little humbling of ourselves. And subhanallah, what is there to gain? How much is there to earn? So this is a very Mubarak occasion. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with this opportunity. Allah Ta'ala gave us the tawfiq that we turn with all our hearts and wholeheartedly to Allah Ta'ala. Wa ta'ala. The night, as we said, much time went away, but more than uh, what was supposed to be the time. I seek your pardon for that. But this is not the end of the night. It's only the beginning of the night. This is not the ibadat of the night that is finished. This is only to conscientize us about how we should be spending this night. So we try to go and spend some time in Ibadat now, some tilawat of the Quran Sharif, some nafil, salatul tawbah, Allah give us tawfiq, salatul tasbih, and turn to Allah Ta'ala in dua, then Allah give us tawfiq, we wake up in the late part of the night, somebody can spend the whole night in Ibadat, excellent. Otherwise we take a rest, and wake up the hajjud time, which is such a mubarak time, turn to Allah Ta'ala again, make sincere tawbah, beg for ourselves, Beg for our families, beg for the entire ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This will make our dunya, and it will make our akhirat as well. May Allah wa taala grant one and all of us the tawfiq. 
Allah Ta'ala bless us with His complete maghfirat. Allah Ta'ala shower down His rahmat upon us. Allah Ta'ala save any, each one of us. Allah Ta'ala save us from becoming deprived of the mercy of this night and the forgiveness of this night. Allah Ta'ala shower it upon the entire ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Tell a short while in dua. اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك الله لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم وعنت الوجوه للحي القيوم يا أحدا صمدا لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد الله لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم وعنت الوجوه للحي القيوم يا أحدا صمدا لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد جزى الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله يا ربي صلي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وصل على سيدنا محمد كلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا ظلمنا انفسنا ظلمنا انفسنا ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين أسألك موجبة برحمتك أسألك موجبة برحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هم إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها ويسرتها يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين يا أكرم الأكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا أرحم الراحمين العول العالمين يا الله أموس مصيف الله أموس قريشيس الله أموس كائن الله أموس لبيك الله Ya Allah, most forgiving Allah. Ya Allah, your forgiveness is for sinners, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are those sinners who need your forgiveness. Ya Allah, yourself calling out, Ya Allah. Allah, min mustaghfirin fa'akhfir Allah. 
يا ربي يا الله يا الله يا بيجي فور ذا فورجيفنس يا الله يا الله فورجيفنس يا الله يا الله فورجيفنس يا الله فورجيو ميجر ان ماي نسنس يا الله الله وات وي ديد ديليبرتلي اند مستيكن يا الله despite your countless favors ya allah <laughs> allah all your nemes and bounties ya allah ya allah we used your favors to break your commands ya allah allah you blessed us with ya allah sight ya allah ya allah without sight it will be such a dark world for us ya allah allah how we abused it ya allah allah you blessed us with the tongue ya allah allah without the tongue how we would have lived ya allah Allah, but how much it has been abused, Ya Allah. Allah, what filthy sins have been committed with it, Ya Allah. You blessed us with hands and feet, Ya Allah. You blessed us with so many Allah, faculties, Ya Allah. Allah, you blessed us with the heart, Ya Allah. That heart was supposed to be the place for your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you filled the filth of the world in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, cleanse us, purify us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't deprive us, Ya Allah. Allahumma la taruddana khaibin. Allahumma la taruddana khasirin. Ya Raja al-Mu'mineen, la taqta' raja'ana. Allah, 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 Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Allah, forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummah of Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, 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 show your rahmat on the ummah, Ya Allah. شو يا مغفرة لأمتي الله إله العالمين يا الله شو يا مغفرة لأمتي الله شو يا رحمة لأمتي الله إله بيكنالج الله وفالس يا الله بيكنالج الله ويكنسز يا الله بيكنالج الله وسنز يا الله there is nothing we can hide from you يا الله الله it is our sins that has brought down عذاب يا الله it is our sins that brought down difficulties يا الله it is our sins that has taken away all the بركات يا الله it is our sins that has caused so much of havoc يا الله Ya Allah, the animals are suffering through us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we make you Toba tonight, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept our Toba, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make it Toba than the Suh, Ya Allah. Make it Toba than the Suh, Ya Allah. Ilaw al-alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are so feeble, Ya Allah. Our intentions are so broken, Ya Allah. Our amal are so weak, Ya Allah. There is nothing we can present to you, Ya Allah. But you are most merciful, Ya Allah. You're most gracious, Ya Allah. You're most kind, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you accept our broken amal, Ya Allah. Forgive our shortcomings, Ya Allah. Allah, forgive our insincerity, Ya Allah. Allah, you put ikhlas in everything, Ya Allah. You accept it out of your grace and mercy, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, shower your rahmat on the entire ummah of Nabiya Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ilahul Alameen, remove the difficulties and hardships of the ummah, Ya Allah. Throughout the world, Ya Allah, where the Muslims are in any pain and suffering and hardship, Allah, out of your grace and mercy, Ya Allah, grant them afiyat, Ya Allah. Allah, remove their difficulties, Ya Allah. Remove their pain and suffering, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, our brothers and sisters in Palestine, Ya Allah. In Gaza, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant them afiyat, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant them afiyat, Ya Allah. Allah, you protect them, Ya Allah. You safeguard them, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant them fatful mubin, Ya Allah. You grant them an open victory over their enemies, Ya Allah. Allah, 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 
اللهم انصرهم على عدوك وعدوهم اللهم العن الكفرة الذين يصدون عن سبيلك ويكذبون رسلك ويقاتلون أولياءك اللهم شدد شغلهم اللهم بزق جمعهم اللهم دمر ديارهم اللهم خالف بين كلمتهم وزلزل أقدامهم وأنزل بهم بأسك الذي لا ترده عن القوم المجرمين اللهم خذهم أخذ عزيز مقتدر اللهم اكفناهم بما شئت اللهم اكفناهم بما شئت اللهم اكفناهم بما شئت إله العالمين يا الله Allah, you make us your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform our five-time salah with jama'ah, Ya Allah. With khushu and khudu, Ya Allah. Ilahul alamin, grant our mothers and sisters to the tawfiq of performing the salah on time, Ya Allah. Allah, with the proper manner, Ya Allah. Allah, enable us to recite the Qur'an Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Enable us to be forever in your remembrance, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from all the haram, Ya Allah. Cleanse our hearts out of malice, Ya Allah. Of jealousy, Ya Allah. Of pride, Ya Allah. Of arrogance, Ya Allah. Of love of the dunya, ya Allah. Of love of the ego, ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your muhabbat, ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your love, ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Fill our hearts with the love of his Mubarak sunnah, ya Allah. Enable us to live his Mubarak sunnah, ya Allah. Save us from the ways of his enemies, ya Allah. Save us from following the ways of the Yahud and Nasara, ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, ya Allah. Allah, you enable us to bring the sunnah alive in our homes, ya Allah. In our lives, ya Allah. In our businesses, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, you bring the sifat of Iman alive, Ya Allah. Allah, grant us haya, Ya Allah. Grant us taqwa, Ya Allah. Bless us with taqwa, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, the month of Ramadan is at our doorstep, Ya Allah. We have not prepared anything for it, Ya Allah. Give us a tawfiq of preparing in these last few days that are left, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, enable us to reach Ramadan with afiyat, Ya Allah. Enable us to use the time correctly in the Mubarak month, Ya Allah. Make it a means of our forgiveness, Ya Allah. Make it a means of every khair and blessing, Ya Allah. Allah, blow the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Blow the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Blow the winds of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, whatever, Ya Allah, wrongs we have done, Ya Allah. We are making tawbah from it, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, our parents who are alive, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant barakat in their lives, barakat in their health. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Grant us jannat through service through them, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Those of our parents who have passed away, Ya Allah. Allah, you make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Fill their qabars with glory, Ya Allah. Raise their stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Rabbi rahamhuma kama rabbayana sigara. Rabbi rahamhuma kama rabbayana sigara. Rabbi rahamhuma kama rabbayana sigara. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Our family members, our relatives, Ya Allah. Our friends, Ya Allah. Our associates, Ya Allah. Allah, all the people in the ummah, Ya Allah, who have passed away, Ya Allah. You make the complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Raise their stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, our time is coming also, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have no idea when Malakul Pohut will take us away suddenly, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are not prepared, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us a topic of preparing, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, keep us in a state of being prepared forever, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, save us from dying in a place of sin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from dying in a condition of sin, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, what a kind of death it would be, Ya Allah. If Malakul Maut comes, Ya Allah, and Haram is playing in our hands, Ya Allah. Our eyes are fixed to Haram, Ya Allah. Our hearts are soaked in Haram, Ya Allah. La hawla wa la quwata illa billah.
Ya Allah, we make it over from the sins of the eyes, Ya Allah. The sins of the ears and tongue, Ya Allah. The sins of the hands and feet, Ya Allah. The sins of the heart, Ya Allah. Bilahul Alamin, always keep us in places of Allah righteousness, Ya Allah. In places you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Keep us in amal that you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Keep us in such actions that, Ya Allah, when Malakul Maud comes, Ya Allah, it be a beautiful death, Ya Allah. Bilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Allah grant us death on perfect iman, Ya Allah. Take us on perfect iman, Ya Allah. Make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Raise us on the day of Qiyamah with perfect iman, Ya Allah. Grant us a shafat of Nabiya Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Bless us with a special place under your arsh on the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allah. Grant us Jannatul Firdaus without any hisab kitab, Ya Allah. Allah grant us the water of Kawthar from the Mubarak hand of Nabiya Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah grant us Jannatul Firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, all those who have gathered, Ya Allah. All have raised their hands to this dua, Ya Allah. All have asked us to make dua for them, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant each one their pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Give each one's jayas needs, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant each one afiat in every matter, Ya Allah. Make each one's children the coolness of their eyes, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make each one's family members every home, Ya Allah, garden of Jannat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, unite the... Allah, the hearts of every family member, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, you fulfill every good wish, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant all the khair and barakat in every home, Ya Allah. In every business, Ya Allah. In everyone's lives, Ya Allah. In everyone's children, Ya Allah. In everyone's every matter, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, protect and grant afiyat from all difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat in deen, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat in dunya, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. All those who are sick, give them shifai kamila. Ajila, Mustamirra, Daima. Allah, remove every trace of their ailments, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, those in any kind of difficulty and hardship, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant afiyat, Ya Allah. And remove those difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Allah, unite, you unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of family members, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the Ummah of Nabiya Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, on such a Mubarak occasion, Ya Allah. Allah, all the du'as that your pious servants have asked, Ya Allah. The Anbiya Ali Musalam have asked, Ya Allah. The Sahaba have asked, Ya Allah. The Awliya have asked, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all your pious servants have asked, Ya Allah. Whatever good they asked for, Ya Allah, we are also begging for all that good, Ya Allah. Whatever they sought refuge from, Ya Allah, grant us refuge as well, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, forgive each one of us, Ya Allah. Our greatest need is to become yours, Ya Allah. Allah, make us yours, Ya Allah. Allah, make us yours, Ya Allah. Allah, you become ours, Ya Allah. Allah, you become ours, Ya Allah. Allah, you become ours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant us every khair and barakat and afiyat, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min shari musta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaq. ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وأصحابه المعين الحمد لله